it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello once again, welcome to this episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. One thing that we always like to see in New Horizons is people being creative with activities for blind and vision impaired people. Often we'll see things like come and try driving days and uh, golfing activities and more. We looked to one of those activities this week. We're looking in fact to the sky over Tweed Heads Gatter. Steve Richardson has more. I'm chatting now with Kim Pillock. Kim, tell us where you're from. So I'm the founder of Forward Steps Mobility and I'm an orientation and mobility specialist with 30 years experience in the field. And yeah, I operate as an independent NDIS provider locally here on the Gold Coast, into northern New South Wales and up into the southern corridor of Brisbane mostly and out into Redland Bay. Where were you working before that? I've been involved in the O&M field with Vision Australia prior to stepping out as an independent provider for about 10 years and then also Guide Dogs Queensland for maybe 12 years, I think. And then prior to that, I started off my O&M field down in Melbourne, which was formerly with the Royal Guide Dogs Association of Australia, and it's now known as Guide Dogs Victoria. So I've got a bit of experience behind me, but I've actually branched out, Steve, into a bit more than the O&M, but I still wear the O&M hat. I still provide O&M services, but I also assist in the area of group activities. So it's creating opportunities around recreational outings. And today we've done the tandem skydiving. Not me personally. Everyone's egging me on and wants me to do that, Steve. But um, I don't know. They want to book another one into the future, hoping that I'll do it. But it was about their day. And it was a brilliant opportunity to allow people to get a feel for what it's like to do the skydiving. And it all started with a trip up to QPAC with a couple of fellas in the car. And one of them happened to mention about skydiving or parachuting. And it seeded a thought for me. And I thought, well, they brought that up today. Why can't I step into that gap and allow people to participate in that recreational activity? There's nothing stopping people from doing that. And then when I put it out there to see what sort of expressions of interest would come forth, we discovered that there were quite a number of people that were really interested in having a go um, at skydiving. So it's been fantastic to be a part of that. And that's part of my recreational and social group activities that I run through Forward Steps Mobility. And people really get a lot of value out of that around the social contact as well as new recreational opportunities getting out into different areas perhaps that they otherwise may not have opportunity to do. But tell us about the environment that people landed on. I guess for a skydiver part of it is the visuals but given that a lot of the people maybe didn't have that. Can you tell us a little bit about what the atmosphere and the environment was like? Yeah that's a great question actually. So it was through Gold Coast Skydive that was the organisation and they always land on the beach here at Kira and Kira is close to Coolangatta on the Gold Coast. So it was actually a wide expanse of sand, beautiful white sand. We've had the perfect day for weather. The ocean looked glorious blue out there. It was almost flat today, really, with this very gentle rolling waves coming in, which created beautiful sensory auditory um, stimulation and, and sound effects for people as the backdrop there. And 
the skydiving company actually set up a sort of a cordoned off area. They set out some witches' hats to create a type of quadrangle and the idea was that that created the target point for the skydivers to come in and land there. And I was actually giving some description to people that were on the ground as to what was going on in the air. So I was describing when I spotted the plane, initially they just looked like little white spots or little dots in the sky with a beautiful blue canvas background to it, a perfect blue sky today. And then one by one they came out, I'd call that the second one, the third dot's there, the fourth dot, the fifth. And then I was giving an idea of altitudinal position and then when I could see the vertical positioning of like the ripcord had been released and then the canvas actually opening up of the parachute expanding outward and the colour of that as well which was the blue and yellows and a little bit of white in there which is part of the logo colours or branding for the company. So you could see when they were in free fall and then when the chutes opened? Yeah, so the freefall is really rapid, like they're dropping so many thousands of feet and then they come down to about 7,000 feet I believe and so it's quite a, a rapid plummet. You can actually see that that little dot is becoming quite a bit bigger at quite a considerable speed and then once the release of the parachute happens, when the rip cords release there's still that plummeting visual effect going on or occurring. But once it's released, you can actually see a difference in their motion, more like a gentle movement, sometimes a little bit of spiralling going on in the clockwise direction, zigzagging gently from side to side at times, so various directional changes and movements, but much more flotation in appearance rather than the plummet. So, yeah, it was fantastic to be a spectator and, and a describer on the beach for people too. How many people all up jumped? Today we had 14 people participating in the skydiving activity and out of the 14, 10 of them are actually legally blind and of those 10, I think all of them actually do use either a, a long cane or a dog guide. The overall feeling I get is that people would love to have another go at doing something like this and if that were the case would you willingly go into that again? Absolutely I would Steve, yeah. Look there's a lot involved logistically not only on the day to day with um, additional support workers engaged to assist around various aspects but also the lead up to it but absolutely I would, definitely a possibility if people would like to do that. So anyone wanting further details about how to contact you and take advantage of your resources, how can they do that? So they can either contact me by phone on 0490-044-344 or email Kim Pillick, that's K-I-M-P for Peter, I-L-I-C at gmail.com and I also have a website and a very active Facebook page as well, Forward Steps Mobility is the name of the website and Forward Steps Mobility for my Facebook page. So check it out and we'd love to connect with you and provide services. I've been chatting with Kim Pillick from Forward Steps Mobility now. I'm going to have a bit of a chat with some of the people who participated in the skydive. Talking with Garth Humphreys, have you had a skydive before? No, and the day before I did this dive, I was like, what? <laughs> why am I doing this? <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing, it was incredible. So tell us what it was like. So they take you up 12,000 feet and then you free fall out of the plane to a tandem thing, so you're really heavily strapped to you know, the jumper, another person who's in control of everything, has the parachute and so forth. And then you free fall for about 40 seconds, I think, a minute. 
and in that time you go from 12,000 feet down to 5,000 feet. That was the part that I was most beforehand tentative about, but it, it really just feels like you're flying and it's so loud, you're going you know, 120 kilometers an hour into the wind. And then obviously they deploy the parachute and you slow down and the last 5,000 feet or so takes about five minutes. Holy <laughs> That was awesome! That was so good! That did not feel it anything like I expected it to. I know people have told me before when they deploy the parachute there's quite a difference in sensation like the deceleration. How did you react to that? No, I didn't get too queasy there. I got slightly queasy later on when we were doing a few turns and the instructor gave me a toggle on each hand. And so you'd pull down on the right hand one and that would make you sort of turn to the right and drop. So that sort of thing was more like a roller coaster ride because you're suddenly twisting and dropping quicker and then slowing down again. And the landing was all good and I had no problem. Was great. All of a sudden I was sitting on the sand. Here we go. <laughs> no trouble at all. Would you do it again? Absolutely. I'm having a chat with Chrissy. So you jumped this morning? Yeah, I was on the A30 jump. Okay, and have you ever done that before? No, never. So what was the experience like for you? I can't even remember like some of it. I just remember shuffling forward in the plane and then suddenly I was out of the plane and then just falling in the sky. Did it occur to you that maybe planes weren't the sort of thing you just fall out of? The plane didn't even have a door, it was just a big like hole in the plane that we jumped out of. So it was just weird all around. So then you hit the air and what did you feel then? I like didn't even scream, I was just sort of like, <laughs> oh, falling. <laughs> and then he released the parachute and I got this like really weird tummy feeling. And then we were doing some spins and I didn't like it at all. And it landed on my feet, which was pretty, oh. pretty good. Couldn't and then better. I was just happy to be on the ground. So would you do it again if you had a chance or not? Probably not anytime soon. <laughs> Tani now, you had a skydive today? Yes I did, I skydived today for the first time. And you had your daughter with you on the experience too? Yes she did, first time for her, first time for both of us. Uh -huh. What was the experience like for you? Very exhilarating, it was fantastic. So what was your favourite part of the fall? The whole thing really, it was over too quick. I want to go back and do it again sometime soon and because I was worried about my daughter she's quite young I enjoyed it but I think my motherly worry overshadowed some of the experience that I could have had if I hadn't been worrying about her. <laughs> George what was the experience like for you? Terrifying and exhilarating all rolled into one. It was an amazing experience. How did you enjoy free fall? I loved every bit of it. I had done the indoor skydive once before Oh, okay. so I was sort of prepared for the violence of the wind and then as we came out 
the instructor that I was strapped to, the tandem guy, actually did two somersaults as we came out of the plane, and then he spun us around a few times like bottle top, and then we uh, settled down, and then he pulled the chute. It all happens very quick. The only thing I didn't like about it was it was over too quick. Chatting now with Susie Hudson, who is the uh, president of the Tweed Valley Branch. This is not your first skydive, is it? No, it's my second. I'm a veteran. You're a veteran. <laughs> was it different the second time round? Definitely different for me this time because this time I had a month to prepare for it. So the first time was a surprise gift and I didn't know anything about it until I was at the airport. So I didn't get a chance to get the excitement build that I had this time. Did yeah. you find that you sort of you were to expect this time round and did that help you think? Yes and no. It seemed to go slower this time for me. The free fall went for longer. I stayed up there longer than I remember in the other jump with the chute exposed it was fantastic. What's your favourite part of the dive? I think the free fall. We did a few somersaults and moved around a bit and it was great and it's amazingly quiet except if you're like me with a big mouth. So. When are you going up again? As soon as I can afford another 400 bucks. <laughs> And my thanks to Steve Richardson for putting this program together. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. If you have any feedback for New Horizons, contact new.horizons at bca.org.au, new.horizons at bca.org.au. And I'll be back next week. We'll achieve the realization of a dream. Of our dream.